today on CityCast Denver. We're taking some time off as the year wraps up, but we didn't want to leave you hanging. So we're replaying some of our favorite episodes of the year and bestowing some well-deserved superlatives. Our pick for the person who is most likely to get stuck in the gum tree is... Comedian Hallie Hagland. We had Hallie on the show back in May to debate old Eliches versus new Eliches and the prospect of a new, new Eliches. I still miss the gum tree at old Eliches. We'll be back in the new year with fresh episodes. Today is Tuesday, December 28th, 2021. I'm Bree Davies, and this is CityCast Denver. Which Eliches is your Eliches? Are you a Northside Eliches, Gumtree Eliches, Live from the Trocadero Eliches? Or are you a new Eliches person? I'm talking downtown Eliches, Twister 2 Eliches, Six Flags Eliches. Elich Gardens Theme and Water Park, that's its official name by the way, is opening to the general public this weekend after being closed for a year because of the pandemic. And with a major multi-billion dollar redevelopment project hanging over its head, there might not be many more chances to ride the rides and see the sights. It's time to get in line. I was thinking about pulling some of that Six Flags music for this. Oh, the Vanga Boys? Is that da 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 Yes, I work out I work out to their whole record, so yes. Really? Are you talking about the Vanga Boys? Hallie Haglin grew up going to old Eliches. Since then, she's moved to Hollywood and just, you know, won three Emmys for her work on The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. No big deal. Well, let's get started. We're talking old Eliches, new Eliches, all the Eliches. Hallie, we got to start with you. What's your relationship with Elich Gardens? Uh, well, you know, a fan, uh, always a lifetime fan. I grew up going to Eliches, the, the North Denver location. I haven't had a ton of experience with the downtown one. Um, okay. But yeah, it looms large in my childhood, going with my family, going with my friends from my neighborhood, you know, the the log ride, the gum tree, you know, the whole the whole nine yards. Yeah. The gum tree. I've been reading about that online. <laughs> what is that? Because that does not conjure an image in my mind. Oh, it's gross. It's gross. <laughs> but in my memory, it wasn't gross at all. Like, you know, when you're like uh, young and colors have this like visceral beauty for you like i remember it so it was a tree when you were waiting to go on the log ride formerly known as the the splinter but i think there was more than one it was like a cluster of trees because they ran out of space on just one where people would Mm. stick their chewing gum on the tree when you were waiting in line and i just remember not being disgusted at all but thinking it was like a thing of beauty as i (laughs) marveled at it (laughs) I remember it as sort of this existential threat that like standing in line, someone would push you into it if you weren't careful. Like there was, I mean, there was obviously there was like a guardrail between you and the gum tree, but it was still like that. Like if I push you hard enough, you might get your hair stuck in the gum tree. (laughs) But I do like this image, Hallie, of it, of it being really pretty because gum comes in many colors. So it was like a rainbow of 
people's, people's DNA just stick into the, the tree. That's disgusting, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think for those of us who maybe didn't see that, that's uh, wow. What a what a gross uh, what a gross idea. Uh, Bree, how about you? Do you remember? You must have gone to old Eliches, right? Growing up here. Yeah, and I love that you mentioned that it, the log ride was called the Splinter Halley because I for, I forgot it was just colloquially called the log ride forever. But um, it was also I think it's I think it's a lot of our most vivid memories because it was such a specific ride to Eliches. Um, it's my favorite ride, but basically it's themed around a sawmill. So there's all these weird scenes of mannequins like working in the sawmill and it had this sort of like aftermarket disney vibe about it to me like they weren't animatronics by any means <laughs> they were literally mannequins that moved Allie, do you remember the mannequin over the log ride i totally i didn't remember it until you brought it up but i totally remember it yeah Okay, so I I knew we were going to have this conversation about Eliches, and I think now is probably the time to reveal that I've never been to new Eliches, old Eliches, any of the Eliches. Um, so I knew I needed some help. Uh, I collected some primary sources. Oh, so Alexandra, um, <laughs> you want to cue up our first clip? This one is a this one's a blast from the past. My father knew Mr. Elich pretty well, and one day Mr. Elich said. That he was starting a garden, sort of an amusement garden out in North Denver or Northwest Denver, and we ought to come out. So we went out one Saturday with a picnic lunch. All I had then was this start of, with beautiful trees and a bear pit and a merry-go-round, which is all that there was at that time. But as everybody knows, it's kept on growing. All right, so that was Laura Besser, um, an oral history interview recorded in 1958. She was born in 1878. So I think she was there like when it was just built. It was like brand new, maybe a decade old. Um, Hallie, does any of Laura's experience of Elitch Gardens resonate with your experience many, <laughs> many decades later? I mean, I do remember that it was Elitch Gardens in the Northside mm -hmm. location. So when I was sort of like talking to friends and family about memories for Eliches in preparation for this, one of the people that I reached out to was my friend's dad, who is like a Colorado history expert. And one of the things he emphasized about Eliches and Lakeside was that they were sort of some of the first places that people in Denver had to like gather. And they were sort of this big outlet for, for people that they didn't really have before. So this big place for people to congregate and um, just have diversion. And it, and it sort of gave a social dimension to the city that it really hadn't had before. And I guess that's what it makes me think of when I hear that clip. That makes sense too, Paul, because it's pre-Mayor Spears City Beautiful movement. So we didn't have big parks yet. And these parks really functioned as that gathering space that Holly's talking about like we thinking about like if we didn't have a city park or a wash park, this was probably the closest that there was, you know, a big, a big, beautiful open space with greenery and a bear pit, which I didn't know about. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't know until I started doing, until I started looking into it, that it was originally a zoo. Yeah. That's crazy. All right. Okay. We should talk about new eliches. Um, 
and I have another primary source I want to share. This is a Yelp review from a user named Lauren R. <laughs> she gave Elitch Gardens three stars, uh, and she wrote, As a native, I harbor a special love for Elitch Gardens, but I'm sort of jaded. You know what I remember as a child about Elitch's? The effing gardens. Where are the trees and the plants providing shade and atmosphere inside the park? Six Flags and their stupid blacktop trying to cause dehydration to make you buy more drinks. So, Hallie, how did it feel for you when you heard that Elitch Gardens was going to move? The old one was going away. The promise of it sounded kind of exciting to have this uh, amusement park in the middle of the city. And I think, you know, just optically, it looks so neat when you're driving by on the highway and you you see this big roller coaster. Um, But I... Uh, actually, you know, I, I went there at least a couple times and I remember feeling pretty disappointed and disillusioned with it. Uh, you know, I, I think that all the potentials there, the location is incredible, the history is there, but it's just, uh, you know, it's uh, unrealized. What are they doing wrong? They brought all the rides over. Yeah, well, and but most of them are gone now. I know they had the rainbow for a little while. They still have the sea dragon and they still have the twister. So what that Yelp review reminded me of was the the greenery and the gardens are... So for me, atmosphere is everything. And it's one of the things I remember most about Old Elitch's was like the Wildcat was another roller coaster that they had at Old Elitch's that they didn't bring with them over. But it was surrounded by trees like old mature trees and you can't bring that with you when you bring when you create a whole new development and I think that was that's truly one of the things that was missing was it just hadn't grown yet there weren't it was it was really all asphalt and and it was hot and it felt more corporate and you know then the six flags element came in and like Hallie was saying there's this promise and when you're a kid it's awesome your city's getting a six flags like Yes, this is awesome. But it did it in comparison to the old one, it felt a little bit just too corporate or just like not the soul that you wouldn't recognize as a kid, but what you knew was a feeling that made you feel good to go there was just wasn't there. Did they bring the carousel to the new Elitches? That's a good question. It's I don't know if it's the same carousel because it's there, but that would be a That would be a good fact check for us to see if it's the original carousel or not. A quick pause for that fact checking Bree just mentioned. After the interview, we did some sleuthing. And according to the historical timeline on Elitch's website, the original carousel built in 1928 does in fact still operate at the park today. And a fun fact, it took the Philadelphia Toboggan Company three years to carve it by hand. Okay, let's get back to the conversation. You know, it takes time for a place to have character, and part of that time involves things actually growing at a place, and felt like it, uh, you know, succumbed to the man. There's not <laughs> enough gum on these trees. Yeah, well, there is, I saw no trees, I saw no gum, <laughs> I saw no attempt at gum anywhere. <laughs> that would have been so funny if they tried to move the gum tree, all the gross old gum from years and years. That would be so cool if they had brought part of it and just like encased it. If there was a hall of fame, you know, a, a memory lane for old Elitches, that would definitely need to be an artifact yeah. in there. All right. So 
Elitch's is opening this week, this weekend, um, for a new season, and it's probably one of the last seasons they're going to be in operation since there's this big development happening. They're planning parks and condos and big high-rises down there. It's going to be a whole new neighborhood. I actually saw a rendering yesterday, and they had this the old carousel that you all were talking about. They had it enclosed in this big glass box like it was in a museum. Um, Weird. They're talking about relocating the park to somewhere else, but I don't know. Bree, what do you think? Is that going to happen? I mean, I highly doubt it. I just, in a different time amusement parks make sense but in the current state of denver real estate the cost to operate a park on such a large piece of land like square footage wise i don't think amusement parks are big money makers Mm. so unless they put it out i don't know somewhere in the middle of nowhere i i don't see it being anywhere close to anywhere close to Denver, the Denver metro area proper, if they're going to move it. I just think they're going to dismantle it and sell off the rides and develop the area. Not to be a huge bummer, but (laughs) just thinking realistically about it. Mm. Hallie, let's say they do relocate again. What's the one thing that you'd hope they replicate from old Elitches that would make you feel at home going to the new, new Elitches? If they actually made an effort to rather than like corporatize it to to sort of create a monument to the original Elitches. There are so many places that, you know, if you go to the new Yankee Stadium or the new Mets Stadium that have been built in the last decade, they, they all sort of have these spaces that are tributes to, you know, the, the older iterations of what they once were. And I feel like if Elitches did something like that, it would make it, you know, it would connect it so much more with with its own past and and with what people remember about it who you know now have little kids who it would be fun to take there and tell them about their own memories you know it was so fun to hear my my family's memories of of the place and to to sort of start that conversation among generations i think would be really special that was comedy writer hallie Haglin reminiscing about elitches with me and my producer paul caroli by the way, we slandered New Elitches a bit when we said there was no gum. Sources close to us say that's not true. There's a gum pile near the Mind Eraser right before you get on the roller coaster. I'm just too chicken to ride that one. This is Reese. Hey, Reese, this is uh, Paul Caroli from CityCast Denver. How are you this morning? Hey, hey, Paul, how are you? After talking to Bree and Hallie, I had questions about the future of Elitches. So I called up the guy who owns it, Reese Duggan, or owns part of it at least, along with our friendly neighborhood billionaire, Stan Kroenke, and a Canadian company called Second City Real Estate. Uh, so, um, yeah, and I won't take up too much of your time. I just have like a few, a few questions about this River Mile thing and, and Elitch's. That's like the multi-billion dollar effort to redevelop what's now Elitch Gardens into a whole new neighborhood, really. Correct. But I only really want to talk about the Elitch Gardens part of that, because <laughs> that's, that's what we're, that's what we're thinking about this week here on the show what's what's the status of of the park like where where's its role in in this broader this much bigger thing 
hopefully, according to our plans, if all goes well, uh, people have a will have a brand new Elitches, a new and improved Elitches to look forward to uh, in the not too distant future. Yeah, a, a new new Elitches. <laughs> yes, a new new. Uh, this current park Elitches uh, was built in the uh, early 1990s, and you can imagine, like most things in the world, technology has advanced and 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 trends have advanced, and and so. As we look uh, at our options to develop a new Elitches somewhere in the metro region, um, bigger, better, stronger, faster, I think would be the phrase. Hmm. So you said somewhere in the metro region. Do you have a, do you have a spot picked out? We don't. We don't yet. We're actively looking at a, a number of sites and uh, um, narrowing them down. So I'm getting uh, more excited about the prospects for a new park. Hmm. I, I'm not sure if you'd have a, a number right now. I mean, I imagine the pandemic changed a lot, but how many years left do you think uh, do you think the current Elitches has? I'm not sure. There's a lot of variables there. Pandemic being one, economy being two, uh, development cycles being three. So I can't really answer that, but I can tell you that we're actively working on development of a new park. So there's one specific thing that our, uh, the other person we talked to about old Elitches, like really, really locked in on is like this to me was Elitch Gardens. And uh, I wonder if you think there's space for a gum tree at the new, new Elitches. <laughs> I love that. I love those stories of the old park. We definitely have room for a gum tree, but I think that's an indication how times have changed perhaps. You know, one of the one of the big issues that we talk about as we plan a new park is is water consumption. Mm. Uh, it's something that's changed since the first Elitches was around back in the day. No one talked about water consumption and, and, and xeriscaping and how we're good stewards of water. That being said, I'm sure we can find a place for a single country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, Reese, we... I'm going to get in touch with you to talk more about the River Mile at some point, but I think that is everything I need uh, for today, and I and thank you so much for the time. Of course, of course. You let me off light this morning. Those were easy. All right, all right. Hey, producer Xander McMahon here, wishing you a happy holiday on behalf of the whole CityCast Denver team. And I'm here to remind you that we won't have any fresh episodes until the new year, but stick with us. We have more superlatives to hand out this week that we're super excited about. Also, if you're feeling generous and want to give us a present this holiday season, a five-star review on Apple Podcasts would be sublime. All right, we'll talk to you soon. I miss the old Elitches, straight from the go Elitches, spit out the gum Elitches. It's tons of fun Elitches. I hate the new Elitches, the Twister 2 Elitches, the two pricey Elitches, the rides dicey Elitches. I miss the sweet Elitches, afternoon treat Elitches. I gotta say at this time, I'd like to go to Elitches. See, I'm worried about Elitches. If there wasn't any Elitches, if I look and look around and there's no more Elitches, I used to love Elitches. I used to love Elitches. I even went through the troke. I thought I knew Elitches. What if Elitches had a ride like the one from the north side? <laughs> Called, I miss the old Elitches. Man, that would be so Elitches. That, that's all. It was Elitches. We still love Elitches. And I love Elitches. Like, Elitches loves Elitches. <laughs> it's the worst, whitest um, impression of Kanye of all time. But the writing, Paul, is 
lovely and I didn't do it justice. <laughs> Did you really write that whole thing? 